This is uh, John's Old Time Radio Show. Here we are again in um, the beautiful south of France with our guest Robert Crum in his record room. Yes. And uh, we, we thank you for having us here. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> but today we're going to play mostly, uh, we're going to play blues records. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's what we're going to do. And other, <coughs> other records by black folks. Yeah. You know Sam Chapman, one of the Chapman brothers. Love Sam Chapman. He yeah. came through San Francisco in the early '70s, and my old girlfriend that I was with, you know, I kind of had turned her onto this music, and she went to hear him and and talked him up afterward, chatted him up, and you know she was cute and good looking. She ended up sleeping with him. Yeah, you told me that. that's amazing. <laughs> she slept with Sam Chapman, good my for old Sam. girlfriend. Were we upset? No, not really, you know. <laughs> she said she liked old guys. She liked old men. She was attracted to old guys. Oh, good for Sam, you know. you got to give Sam some, you know. Hey, it's time <laughs> no kidding. Came, no know. shit. It's probably after white women for God knows how long. I'm sure he, when he was young, it was like unthinkable. Couldn't even look at a white woman in Mississippi in the 30s. You would think, but then again, like, who knows, you know. Who knows? Who, oh, you you, they would kill you if they found out the whites, you know, so you could, it was so damn dangerous. If, well, if they found out, but if anybody had, like, the access and the, you know, would be the musicians, would, if anybody was going to be, like, in a situation to be around, like, white women, <coughs> well, I guess they probably couldn't be seen talking to them. Particularly musicians like the Chapman family who sometimes <laughs> played for white affairs. Yeah. So they, but, no, I'm sure that was very carefully monitored do you have any of the early uh, sam chapman records like stir it now or any of those I have radio blues and a couple of them but thinking about my old girlfriend a play record that she got for me by are you going to tell our audience about this yeah, somehow this she, you know there's this Don't schmucky somehow, guy you know how well there's this, this schmuck and he had a couple of 78s really good rare blues 78s right and uh he was just being snotty. He didn't care about him, but he knew that I really wanted him. I was just he holding knew you out. wanted him, so he yeah, just holding. Yeah, I said, oh, I'll think about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it. Right. So a couple of weeks <laughs> later, I came down to San Francisco and went to see my girlfriend, and and she had both those records. <laughs> <laughs> she had them there at her house. I said, Oh my God! She said, Here, I got these for you. I said, Oh, that's so nice of you. And oh, I was thrilled. And then suddenly occurred to me, Wait. How did she get these records? What'd she do? And I asked her, so what'd you do? How'd you get these records? She said, never mind, you don't have to know. <laughs> yeah. But she was kind of promiscuous anyway, so I don't know, who knows what she did. Well, it's BJ a, something. Yeah, hey, So that's dedication to you, you know? So now... That's, that's an ironic uh, form of uh, you know, committing a, a sexual act with another man being like dedication to you. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of almost like a pimp-prostitute relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you had your fucking pimp game going back then, man. You could have had bitches out. Like I had my bitches out looking for shit. canvassing for 78s. Dude, you had it all. You probably had like a feather cap and a big purple coat. I had a big white Hamburg hat. I bet. <laughs> okay, let's listen to that one of those records you got for me, and then after that we'll listen to the other one. <coughs> okay, great. This is called Get Off With Me. It's by Coot Grant. It's kind of ironic. Right. <laughs> Sexual thing you want to know. I know a man by the name of Jack Frost Originated the dance they called getting off Every night about a half past twelve You can hear all the pretty gals yell Get off with me Dirty clothes set to gold dust when you ain't been around since the 
Taking gal to a Lindbergh house The dance so rough Tell the meet her south She fell down to meet her go home Because she didn't have her right clothes on Get off with me Honey, be in She looked so well On the day she fell Get off with me in that record. Oh my god, so good. I'll have our listeners know that there's a copy of that on eBay that I intend to get, so by the time they're listening to this, either I'll have this record in my collection or I'll be very, very angry at the person huh. who outbid me. Hmm. That might not go for too much. I would expect it would not, but then again, all it takes is one other never know. dope head like right. me who has to have it. Be careful, old man Jack. Don't hurt your back getting off with me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that last line? Don't go too fast or you, you'll lose your gas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let's hear the other record that she got for me in that deal. What a lady, man. <laughs> this is Rolling Mill Blues by Pegleg Howell. Oh, another, another great masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, one of, in my opinion, one of the most underrated uh, guitarists and Bands. Hey, Glenn Howell, yeah. But it's good that he's underrated because then the, the 78s aren't that expensive when they come up. Yeah, it's incredible, you know. You can really get these records. Yeah. I heard a rap and 
So you, you said you didn't think that was Eddie Anthony, and then as soon as the record started playing, I said, wow, that really doesn't sound like Eddie Anthony. And you look it up, and you said it, it might be a guy named Ollie Griffith. That's Ollie Griffin, according to the Griffin. blues discography, said possibly Ollie Griffin. Yeah, it really didn't sound like Eddie Anthony. Whoever he is. Yeah. But man, what a, what a record. It's it's kind of like his version of In the Pines, more or less. So kind of, yeah. But with different, similar. like, it's got like nicer chord changes, kind of. But... Uh, it's the two records I got from my old girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> and you should have like you should have sent her to Wisconsin to like go to the <laughs> Paramount factory and do whatever it takes, man. And run her out of town? You kidding? <laughs> hey, man! You know, I run her out of town with a suitcase full of records. Run her out of Grafton. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good for you, man. After all these years of portraying yourself as like uh, being taken advantage of by women, now we see that you were actually a pimp back in the day. <coughs> oh boy, that that woman drove me completely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And one time I showed up late for a date, and, and I had just gotten a bunch of great records from the Gene Deitch collection, and hmm. he he left the country like. 30 years before and uh, left these 78s with his wife and his wife was selling them for a dollar a piece. Oh my God. And a bunch of great records. So I'm over there, I'm real happy, you know, at this house. And, oh, I should have mentioned her name. Ne never mind. You didn't hear that. I can edit that. <laughs> anyway, at her house and and she was really angry at me and I put the, I had this, set the stack of records down on the table and she picked one of them up and was like holding it over her head with a like menacing expression on her face like she's going to throw it down and smash it. Because you were paying more attention to the records than her? Because I was too busy getting these records and so I was like two hours late for our, you know, our date. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, you know, that was a sign of the times too, right? Like you couldn't just get on your cell phone and call her and tell her you're going to be late. Like if some crazy <coughs> shit like that happened, you're just kind of... And also I didn't do? drive. I had to take the bus, you know. It took a long time. I said, the bus was late and I... I'll, I mentioned her name again. Uh, I'll edit it. I'll edit it. <laughs> But, but let me just say, like, uh, I think you may be the only pimp to have ever, like, driven, rode the bus, you know. Like, that's pretty cool, like, bus pimping. Bus pimping east coast, east to west. <coughs> I was the eternal passenger in life, never yeah. the driver. Yeah. <laughs> Eden's the same way. Hmm. Oh, yeah, she doesn't drive at all, huh? She's pretty huh. much helpless. She's kind of helpless. <laughs> Sure is cute, though. Oh, yeah. That, that makes up for uh, a lot of things. Oh, yeah. You ain't kidding. <laughs> Didn't have to do much when you're that cute. Amen, brother. <laughs> but she she never got me any records, but you mm -hmm. know, hopefully she never soiled herself that, that way. But, you know, yeah, she, she was, was talking about it the other night. Yeah, she was, we were talking about this, about, you know, having your girlfriend go out and get your records. And, and she was kind of testing you, saying, well, how, you know, how far would I would I go to get records that you know? What, what would be acceptable to you that I could do to to get you records? Yeah, but the thing that I, I think you <laughs> perceived it wrong. Like I think, like you were telling me, you were kind of elbowing me and saying, you know, just tell her that there would be no record that you know, no price. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's what you wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what you wanted to hear. No. I think she was just curious, and I think she also like in her mind, like it it means like uh, that I, I'm like not jealous so I'm like more you know in, enlightened or you know after 17 years in a relationship that I could just be like all right honey you know 
go get me some Skip James records, do what you got to do. You know? we're gonna of course, like, uh, you know, <coughs> the fantasy of that happening and the reality of that happening are two completely different things. But I, I think she'd like me to be able to, s to say in fantasy talk that that would be acceptable. Really? I think so. I would, don't you think that women would interpret that lack of jealousy as a sign of not caring? That means you don't care if you're not going to be like, go over and say, I'm gonna, I would kill a guy. I'd kill him if he touched you. <laughs> you know, that, that means you really care about him. Because yeah. women don't like it if you're like insanely, obsessively jealous and, and right. wanna, don't want them to leave the house. They don't like that. But right. on the other hand, they, I, I mean, I, I know my own lack of jealousy in relationships I've been in has been interpreted as a sign of indifference and not caring. Right. And perhaps it is. I don't know. Maybe I only thing I really care about is old records. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You want me to edit that out too, or I don't know. You can. <laughs> you ever heard Forty Drops" by the Andrew and Jim Baxter? I have, but I mean, if the, if there was ever an example of a record that I'd love to hear. Speaking of fiddling. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's hear you that. You can't get too much better. Is that really archaic style of playing? Yeah. <laughs> Tell you recently, but I, I got a c c nice, similar condition <laughs> copy of Bamalong. Yeah? yeah, yeah. I think that's the one that turns up the most by then. Yeah. KC on, on the other side, KC Blues. Yeah. yeah. They're playing some really old, archaic style there. Barely sounds black. It sounds kind of like white hillbilly fiddling, sort of. Like yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Slightly bluesy tone, but. You know, um, you were a little resistant to me because you said you didn't think the condition was good, but I would really uh, urge you to play that uh, Papa Harvey Hull gang of brown-skinned women, women. I don't think that's ever been reissued. And really? It's, it has? Oh, it's got to be reissued. I don't know. It's really, really great. Anyways, I think you should play yeah. it. I'll try to clean it up. When I've was the last time you played it? I, I've played it from time to time. You listen to it. Let's hear it. 
and France blues also. Oh yeah. France, oh my god. Hey round boys, I'm gonna tell you about my brown skin gal. Got a gang of brown skin sweet women. Got a gang of high yellows too. I got so many women that I don't know what to do. Got a Monday, Monday girl. She works on fraud and main. Got a Tuesday, Wednesday, did you my spending chain? Got a Wednesday, Wednesday girl. She works on Broadway Square. Got a Thursday one, take me ten every well. Got a Friday, Friday good. She bring me a bottle of bill. Got a Saturday one, well, she better not get me down. Now gang around, girls and boys, explain my son to you. Where those panty leather slippers, mama, those navy blue. Well, I love my sweet baby, I tell this world I do. And I hope someday she'll learn to love daddy too. Ha, ha, ha. Got a gang of brown skin sweet women, got a gang of high yellow too, and I hope someday she'll learn to love daddy too. Man, is that good? <laughs> that, is, that is great. Those guys are must be from way back in the country. Oh yeah, man. Awesome. And yeah, it's so not, you, not bad if you don't mind, you know, the fact that they sound like they're in a house that's burning down, all that crackling and popping and scratches. Well, there's not too many places we can go to in this world and listen to this record, so we're we're appreciative and happy to. Yeah, I, able to hear it at that's all. why I keep it, yeah. you know. Where else are you going to... I mean, I'm sure there's probably a CD reissue that's very nice and clean. I don't know on that oh, yeah. one. Got I know there's a, there's a clean reissue of France, because huh. I've heard it, but I never heard that one. Huh. I don't the, know. The, the rare black patty that Joe yeah. Bussard has, the clean copy of. That's Only of one known, right? I think so. Some whole other tune that they Stack do. Huh. Yeah. Right, the only it's also copy. really nice. Right. Do you ever play France blues like right before you're about to go on a trip to America? No, but I play that <laughs> one too. It's about the same condition as that. Yeah. It also sounds like it's in a house burning down. Let's play Blind Roger Hayes. Oh, yeah, I'd love to hear that. <clears throat> Somehow the sleeve on this, I forget where I got this, but on the sleeve there's a sticker that says Brunswick File Card. Total sales by May 1931, 123 copies. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. It's called I Must Be Blind, I Cannot See. I 
must be blind, I cannot see, I never will be no more. I must be blind, I cannot see, I never will see no more. He cast his eyes up in the sky, never will see no more. He cast his eyes up in the sky, he never will see no more. White, never will see no more. His eyes is green, these all white, I never will see. I'm walking in the light I'm walking the light The beautiful light Beautiful light of God And I must be blind Then I see Never will see no more I never will see no more In this world I never will see no more Never heard that. Never heard that, huh? Incredible. He's huh. like the the black chubby Parker. Boy, Roger that, that tune was not when the train comes along at mm-hmm. all. It was more like mm-hmm. Home Sweet Home or something. Beautiful. You know anything about that guy? No. Once again, to the listeners out there, listen to the old time radio show with our special guest Robert Crum at Record Room, listening to great old blues records. <coughs> Some extremely rare records Have they ever here. heard Eddie Head? I mean, not Eddie Head, uh, Johnny Head, Fairly Blues. Have they ever heard that? Probably not. Let's, let's play that. Yeah. That's a great one. Another kazoo guy. Yeah. Johnny Head, his only, <coughs> his only record. I'm 
Beautiful music, great, huh? Great record. Wow. Maybe part one and two, actually. I don't know if I've ever listened to part two. <laughs> I think I heard it one time. Yeah? It's more more the same, different uh, lyrics. Yeah. That's great. The guy's really deep, you know? Yeah, he is. Simple as, he's got that, like, Joe Lindcomb thing where yeah. there's kind of something really sad about him, you know? Right. She's, yeah, he does. It's kind of sad. Yeah. But there's something... You know, he's, like, outside the blues thing. Thing, so yeah, it's a lot of blues guys are not interested in that. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's an older style and yeah, songster style. Songster, yeah. But it's great, great. <coughs> Have you heard when you you're gonna look like a monkey when you get old by Robert Hill? I've heard it because I've got a nice E plus copy. Oh, you do. But, but your yeah. listeners would love to hear it. I mean, geez, it's so great. It's another one with uh, Sonny Boy Nelson, I believe, is on it the is? guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Same guy backed up Mississippi Matilda on our. Oh. Previous show, Hot huh. Women. You're gonna look like a monkey when you get old. So great. Yeah. 
So, last record I'm going to play is actually not really a blues record at all. It's almost okay. a, a pop record, but it's by a guy named Oliver Brown from New Orleans. You ever heard him? No. It's called Oh You Devil You. <coughs> it's probably about 1934. <laughs> One more request to close out the show. Yeah. I think um, <coughs> I think our listeners should hear uh, one great country blues guitar record. Yeah. You want to pick it? House country picks? blues. Okay. How about uh, William Moore? Oh. Yeah. <coughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. How many places can you go and hear William, William Moore? Hmm. Yeah. The first rock and roll record. <laughs> Old Country Rock. Old Country Rock. How many records did he make? I think he made... Might have made four. Three or four. Huh. He was a barber. Yeah. One of his records is Barbershop Rag. I don't even know if you call this country blues guitar. I don't know. But, you know, it's not real raw and rough. It's kind of a little bit... Refined, it's like you know. raw, ragtimey. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's a masterpiece. Indeed, sir. Old country rock. Come on, Bill. Let's take him for an old country rock. Let's go back down on the Rappahannock. Down Tappahannock Way Whip it, Bill, while everybody rocks Get that old rock strain again, Bill Everybody rocks Old folks rock 
come home says yeah incredible boys rock girls rock well do you have any parting words to say to our audience uh you know there might be people out there who up until this point have just been listening to eric clapton and thought that's all there was to the blues and now you've just uh enlightened them and uh opened them up to a whole new world of beautiful music do you have any uh parting words or words of wisdom for our audience hamina 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 Gosh, uh, not that I can think of offhand. Okay. Well, William Moore said it all. He know. really did. <laughs> well, what can you say? There's nothing to say after that. Yeah. You know? Nothing to say after Gus Cannon does Poor Boy Long Way From Home, mm. you know? That's, all, that's it. It's heavy. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm just uh, happy that uh, this music exists and that you know, it sends its message to us from the past, you know. Yeah. Generations ago. Yeah, we're lucky, I guess. We're lucky to have it. Because, you know, it's an ironic thing that, you know, the technology that preserved that music is also partly responsible for destroying it. Yep. For the, rec the record re business. Replacing it with, uh, you know, the crap of the last 50 years. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true but I see a trend perhaps that you know we've reached the end of the line with that technology music orgy the binge that happened in the last several generations and, and that and I see all these young kids that are going back to you know that old way of singing and playing you know there's a lot of young kids doing it now it's amazing yeah those kids that were here the other day with that tuba skinny though yeah the way they sang and played is just this goes right back you know yeah it was great it's amazing and they're just all in their 20s they're young you know it's amazing it's i'm totally amazed by that yeah and then you have all the bands that i play with at jalopy the downhill strugglers and yeah whiskey spitters and it goes yeah, on a, and it's on it's a and great on. uplifting thing to say they're the jug man they really sound for real you know it's not contrived or or silly i mean there are some that are silly and contrived but there's a lot that aren't well there's definitely a I mean, when I first started playing this music, got interested in it, I didn't know or see anyone who was doing it or mm. interested in it. That doesn't mean they weren't out there. But there definitely seems to be a bit of a, a revival. And, and the thing that really uh, 
is good about it is that there's a large percentage of it that is really f seems to be focused on the you know really going back yeah. and, and trying to you know pick up like it's 1930 and we're just going to carry on from there and yeah. band, bands who have their own sound but that really try to get the feel of that old music mm -hmm. but like and those play, play the traditional tunes and these young kids that I've heard in the last few years playing that stuff they sound natural doing it they don't sound like they're just academically imitating something you yeah know? they sound natural and relaxed with it like it's it's just like yeah they've checked out of the whole but the, in the pop music thing has become so bankrupt you know how where do you go after punk rock and and rap and stuff what I mean where do you go with with pop music after that and and, and uh, what raves and that shit and techno and stuff what you know it's kind of bankrupt or something well, I think uh, unfortunately that that's always gonna keep going <laughs> I mean I don't think old the revival old-time music is gonna stop the rap game or Lady Gaga or whatever but there's definitely something that's happening with popular music where something I think is shifting. overall people are sick of it. And to me, other than just, you know, the, of course, <coughs> I hate it all. So it's easy for me to go, well, they're just they're just tired of it because it's so terrible. I don't think that's what it is. I I, I think it's more that people want to get back and play music. They want to play instruments. They want to play music. And I know to someone as far removed. From it as you may not understand exactly what I'm saying but it's been like a couple of generations now of like computer generated music yeah and there's someone you know programming the computer there's someone who actually plays something that gets sampled mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there's no not an element of live music to the music that's popular today what I'm saying is overall I think the lack of soul the lack of energy and the lack of just like when I was a kid I started playing guitar at five years old, taking lessons. I was always interested in playing in the high school band or whatever, just because I wanted to play live music. Uh -huh. I didn't really have a particular music I was interested in. I wasn't mm -hmm. care. I just liked the idea of playing music with people, even even mm -hmm. as a young kid. I, yeah, I right. wanted to join all the concert bands, and huh. you know, of course, you mm -hmm. know, if mm -hmm. you had asked me to listen to that music outside there, I would have said, "Oh, it's terrible," you know. Yeah. But I enjoyed playing music with people, huh. and I think that's what's mm -hmm. lost from modern pop huh. music. Maybe that's the re why there's this ukulele fad going on. Maybe that's people want to. It's an easy way to play live music. Yeah, you know? learn it's a, a few chords, learn cheap some portable tunes. instrument. Yeah, you learn some chords and you can sing and play along. And it's kind of you can then once again have like a just a family participatory music that people used to have in the old times. You know. Yeah. 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 I think there is something to it. Yeah. You know? The people just want to play live music. It doesn't. You know, everybody's into their own thing you know it doesn't it's not necessarily old-time music right but there seems to be some kind of shift to playing you know just playing acoustic instruments is mm -hmm. you know something that wasn't happening really that much 20 years ago now, now it's kind of happening again where people yeah. get the fact that you know that's there's something to that that mm -hmm. is not technology driven it's more raw and more exciting or I think. star driven either i mean i remember in the 70s 80s 90s i met i would meet young kids who had their dream was to be a rock star it yeah. didn't have anything to do with the music they just wanted to be a rock star right i knew this young girl who, who just wanted wanted to have a band i said well, what do you play and she says well i don't have to i don't play any, anything yet but you know i'm going to get a band together and we'll I will just play something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, be a big star. Yeah, I want to be a big star. It's like being a movie star, or yeah, yeah. Or, you know, that fad to, to play air guitar. You know, what yeah. was that about? Yeah. You know, so yeah, I don't know. And that that whole thing's, I don't know. I'm I'm not that astute about it, but it seems to me that's become decentralized and might be kind of falling apart. The pop music thing. I mean, you have Lady Gaga and stuff, and and you know. Taylor, what's her name? And you Taylor know. Swift. Well, you know the funny thing about the, the music business now has destroyed itself kind of, yeah, with it's sampling kind of and all that stuff. And the technology yeah. finally got its revenge on the music business. And yeah. we were talking about mm -hmm. the music business destroying old time music. You know, in the last ten years, technology finally destroyed <coughs> that the business that was created that that, that destroyed old time music. The people can't really sell their music and make a profit anymore. Everyone just steals it. 
so they have to come up with other ways to try to make money so that's definitely limited the amount of like that horrible pop music that can be generated which is nice you know yeah and the other thing is dancing It'd be nice if maybe dancing will come back it's social dancing you know because what yeah. that ended up just degenerating into you know, beyond disco and into like you know the the mosh pit or whatever they call it, which still goes on somebody was telling me the other day they still go to this like places where they have those pits where they smash into each other you know i didn't really realize that was still happening yeah it's still I happening guess it is but you know they have dance clubs in new york where like eden goes to them where they just play like popular music and like you know she likes it when they play like the disco music that she thinks is really funny from the 70s and she yeah? goes dancing really there's but still they, clubs like that oh yeah Huh. It's mostly just for guys to pick up chicks or whatever. Well, but the girls actually, I think, go there to dance. Yeah. And then you have like the raves and stuff where everyone right. takes ecstasy right. and plays that horrible bass drum music, and it's just like bow, 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 bow. You know, it's really like technically oriented. It, it doesn't even—I wouldn't call it music, but uh, of course, people do call it music. And and they just—they get really high and they just all night like move and dance to that, whatever you you know. So. It's not like dancing totally went away. It's just that <coughs> what you and I consider like dancing to a dance orchestra or like to a fiddle band or to like a jug band or whatever, it's so well, just like normal participatory family activity again, once again, you know. Yeah, you know, there were people used to dance in the farmhouse kitchen, you know. Hmm clear furniture and get a fiddler and a, or somebody that can play something and people would dance you know yeah. in the village or in the town you know that kind of thing that's kind of go gone away oh when that's, we, that is gone away yeah. when we There's first no moved question. to france that was still going on here but it's, i've seen it really die out here you mean like guys would come out with accordions and people yeah would dance and in the street? people would dance in the place at all really? ages would dance they dance that's waltzes and kind of incredible yeah but I see, I saw it die out here in the '90s. Huh. You know, those bands stopped coming around, and people stopped doing that. Pop stopped dancing in the place. It's funny, but maybe that will come back too. You know, that maybe those things are just can't be kept down forever. You know, maybe they just people just have to have that. I don't know. Well, there is this little, you know, it's a subculture, but there's this little like trend now going on where people are square dancing. Yeah. It's kind of like Brooklyn hipsters, unfortunately. Really? But the square dancing. Yeah, huh. yeah. My friends like fiddle yeah. bands will huh. play like square Does dances. Somebody show them how, show them the steps, and lead them because you need people. Somebody has to get up there and show them how. Yeah, to varying degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And the, they try to do like an old time square dance, hmm. and you know when I say like it's hipsters and that's bad, what I mean is that it's probably not going to last because hmm. you know. Those Who knows? trends like shift all the time. Yeah. But you know, so, some of my friends like try to have like a, you know, Saturday night fish fry and huh. you know ha have an old time band yeah. and everybody mm. dances and yeah. stuff. Mm. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I remember in the eighties when I was in that band, the Rural Sophisticates, and we used to play, you know, foxtrot type stuff with, you know, clarinet, saxophone. I played guitar. Armstrong played drums and had a bass player, and it was nice. It was a nice band. And I was sad because, you know, it, when we first start up, people would get up and try and dance to it. And you could see they didn't know how to dance. They, they couldn't dance to that music. They lost those steps. Yeah. And so they'd give up after a while. They'd, they'd do something either hokey and f what they thought was funny, or they'd try and do their free-form dancing to it. And after a couple numbers, they'd just give up and sit down. They could yeah. they lost that old... Well, there, there was a little comeback of swing dancing. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a kind of a subculture that, of its that own. That took like a lot of dedication, yeah. so I think yeah, that's right. I killed it. Yeah, but I would have liked to have done that in a way, but I could never do it. I I, me too. I could never to do it either. Mm -hmm. Two left feet. But I, I would like to go dance to Vince Giordano with the right yeah, steps. Yeah, fox trots and waltzes and stuff. Yeah. Be able to do that. It'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Should play a record. I have a this Serbian bagpipe record I got that to me <laughs> it's like things have come full circle I, this is like so basic and just all this kind of like pounding rhythmic thing that's almost the medieval equivalent of techno I'm okay. sure it's, it's the same thing I'm sure it's the same basic uh, you know musical motivation <laughs> okay so this is the 
<laughs> first techno record. We heard the first rock and roll record. Totally amazing. I, when I first heard it, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> this is so, like, basic. Pounding, like, well, these are Europeans, they're like, you know, Christians and stuff, they're not Africans. Right, right. And it's real simple, it just reminds me of techno. <laughs> Now we know where trance music came from. Oh yeah, sure. Trance music has always existed. Always I, existed. I guess so. That's about 1928. Wow. Chord. Incredible. I should probably just get a photo of that from myself. German record label. Yeah. They, they record all over Europe. Chord. They made Albanian records. I, I was surprised I didn't know they made Serbian records though. Huh. Well, on that note, I think it's time to sign out here on the Old Time Radio Show. I want to thank you, Mr. Crum, very much for playing these uh, old, great old blues records for us. My pleasure. I enjoy it, too. Yeah, do you? Oh, sure. I'm, I'm glad. And it's, you know, it's nice to share something that, you know, you know you're not totally alone in your appreciation of this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the way we've all felt at times. Sure. Well, thanks again, and uh, goodbye to planet Earth for now. We're going to uh, be back in a month. We're going to take a trip in my airship right. and see what I can find. And, uh, yeah. 
Let's go eat. Yeah, let's go get some food. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>